Hello, and welcome to the chat. I'm Caroline Moore, and today I'm chatting master gardening with Mrs. Vicki Draper and Mrs. Nora Moore, who I'm lucky to call my aunt. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having us. So where did you grow up? Norma, I can start with you. Can you tell us a little bit about your background? Well, my parents were originally from this area, and uh, we moved here from Frankfort, Kentucky when I was 10. And I went to Parkview School, and I met my good friend Vicky, and we've been friends ever since. <laughs> wow, almost your entire life. My entire life. So you're uh, from here as well, Mrs. Vicky. Born and raised from Cookville, Tennessee. <laughs> Cookville native. Mm-hmm. So did y'all both grow up in a, a gardening family? How did you acquire your green thumb? Well, I guess probably to some extent, yes. My mother garden some but my grandmother on my mother's side we call her granny mac anyway she was the gardener she did a vegetable garden as well as flowers and so you know watching her grow up and you know i just really loved it so brought it on naturally Mm -hmm. what about you well, I will do anything to be outside. I don't like housework, unlike my good friend Norma. <laughs> but she enjoys being outside a lot, too. And I think that's part of it. My grandmother was an avid gardener. And back in the dark ages when we grew up, Caroline, <laughs> everyone almost had a garden. And that's if true. you wanted fresh produce, you got it out of that garden all year round. And every uh, what we at the time called a deep freeze was a big chest-type freezer that I was always yes. afraid I was going to fall in when I was getting ice cream out. And I, I'm sure Norma's mother did the same thing, canned exactly. all summer and uh, froze things. Oh, canning used to be huge. huge. I mean, when we were, you know, cleaning out grandmother's house and all good, there mm-hmm. was even an old cellar in the basement where they used to can. But that, that's gone away, I feel like, for the most part. Well, I think with COVID, it's really come back with a bang. I mean, you can hardly find canning uh, items to use, like canning lids and that sort of thing. Isn't that funny how the pandemic mm-hmm. has kind of gotten people back into mm-hmm. gardening, making things mm-hmm. themselves? And, you know, I had Lauren Metz in an architect and she said you know people are just really investing in their homes and gardens right now so that's the few plus mm-hmm. <laughs> signs that we've had from the pandemic so y'all are part of the master gardeners organization can you tell me a little bit about that well it is an organization that is open to anyone and we would love to have anyone come and take the classes to, to become a master gardener you have to take a four-month class. You meet once a week for three hours a week. And after the class, if you, you can just take the class if you'd like and learn a lot about gardening. But if you have the time, I would uh, encourage you to go ahead and take the next step and become a master gardener. You have to do 40 hours of service in addition to the class. And then you become a certified master gardener. And you have to recertify every year by uh, re uh having classes and learning more continuing education so this is for any so if you're if you're like me Mm -hmm. i know nothing about gardening we love those people People, which is such a shame (laughs) so someone like me could come in and just start from scratch you don't have to know anything yeah the our local extension agents uh agency rather um provides the classes for us so we're lucky we have guest speakers from all across the state and you just learn a lot 
Wow, I'm Caroline Moore, and today I'm talking with Miss Vicki Draper and Miss Norma Moore about Master Gardening, and they were just talking about the Master Gardener organization here in town. So if you want to take a class, is there a fee? Yes. Yes, and I'm <laughs> the fee now is about $120, and I know that makes everyone go, <gasps> which is a lot, I agree, but almost all of it goes toward the materials that you receive as in the class that are yours to keep. The book is so heavy it could be used oh. as a doorstop. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and it is yeah. it is full of so much information, and it's, and it's a wonderful accurate. resource. Yeah, accurate. resource, and it's for our area. Mm-hmm. You know, different uh, zones. They have the uh, United States zoned in different areas, so different zones, different things grow in that right. area. Different soils, different, different weather patterns. Yes. Uh, so, in the class, are you you know outside? gardening or are you in a greenhouse can you tell me a little bit about that well we meet at the extension agent office and you meet what three hours for so many weeks you end up with 40 hours of uh, actual classroom experience and you have guest speakers and um, so you're not really out gardening you're really in a like a classroom setting you're studying the basics and the principles before before you get in there but Some of it, they'll bring in seeds and different Mm -hmm. plants and have you identify the plants. And you think you know a lot about roots and plants. But I felt after I had one of those classes, I thought, well, I don't know anything. (laughs) Uh, And they'll have you work with the plants and show you the proper way to plant a plant. They will do some hands on. But mostly, it's like Norma said, it's It's instruction. Instruction. And I mean, you learn everything from if you're into uh, fruit trees. You know, there's a whole section on that. There's sections on lawn and garden, vegetable growing. Annuals. Annuals, you know, it's just. Perennials. Yeah, they cover a lot of, you know, area. It's overwhelming. Yes. It really is. (laughs) Yes. Because I think about, you know, there's herbs, too. Oh, yes. As well. I mean, even just growing basil probably Mm -hmm. is. It's it's own entity. (laughs) So how many people are in this organization? Right now, we have about 35 people. Okay. And you meet regularly? Once a month. Once it's a month. It's the third right. Monday night is when our the club actually meets. So when the club meets, are you discussing, you know, your goals for the year, or are you exchanging tips well, and hints? It's educational as well. Okay. We have a speaker uh, every month that talks to us about something. Uh, this week, we had a meeting, and he spoke on native plants for this area. Oh, cool. And that's, you know, one thing a lot of people, uh, you know, will go to our local garden center and purchase uh, an item to plant because it's really pretty or something like that. But it may not be specific to our area. And so this plant may not thrive. But if you try to use, you know, native plants, they'll do well in our area. Even with little effort on your part. With little effort, yeah. So you don't have to baby them as much. The environment's going to work for you. I've Mm -hmm. seen a little bit of a push for this on, say, TikTok. I'll be Mm -hmm. scrolling through, Mm -hmm. and the algorithm knows I live here, which is Mm -hmm. scary. And it'll say, you know, the southeast region, Mm -hmm. um, people stop, you know, over manicuring your lawns if you can let the native plants Mm -hmm. grow in your lawn. There's a big push for that lately. Mm -hmm. And there's another thing with our monthly meetings with the guest speakers and that sort of thing that's a good way for the uh, if you want to become or remain certified you get your hours in for your educational and you don't have to uh, try to find other sources to get your education hours in so 
Fabulous. All right, we'll be right back. We're talking master gardening. Hello, and welcome back to the chat. I'm Caroline Moore, and today I'm chatting master gardening with Miss Vicki Draper and Miss Norma Moore. Thank you guys so much for coming in. So you were just talking about the Master Gardener organization. What type of projects do you focus on? Well, our goal is to educate the community, and we do that in different ways. Some are by show gardens and demonstration gardens, and our others are by classes or working with children directly in the classroom or at big events like Ag in the Classroom at Tennis at Hyder Burks. Okay. So education is a big part of what so, you do. Big part of what we do. And are you involved with the schools here, um, specifically a certain grade? Is there a curriculum? Not not formally. We We raise money and give it to the middle school's greenhouse projects, and we work at the Ag in the Classroom, which is all first graders in the entire county. And we will go around to preschools and teacher groups and other groups and give talks on anything they're interested in us demonstrating or talking about. I remember loving putting the seed in the Ziploc bags (laughs) when I was in elementary school. It was so cool. I mean, it still is. I'm 30 and I still would be so entertained and fascinated by it. Well, you should see all of us when we're in the greenhouse and our seeds start to sprout. and We go wild because it's hard to believe that that tiny little thing will grow into an oak tree. Mother Nature is incredible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you all have your own greenhouse, by the way? Yes, we do. And usually, of course, last year we did not have it, but we do have a plant sale in the spring. And we start in, well, really, I guess the officers start maybe in October, November planning for the fall, uh, for the spring plant sale. So uh, we start in February mm-hmm. planting the seeds, like Vicki said, and watching them grow. And uh, it's just really a rewarding thing. And then to, um, at the end, have the big plant sale and see the people that come to purchase them and they're anxious to get their plants in the ground. And so it's a... A lot of fun. Almost like a Hallmark movie if it yes. isn't raining. <laughs> yes. Because people yes. come and visit and they're, you know, they're, they're helping the community by helping us and they enjoy it. We also have demonstration gardens. We do the gardening in front of Farmer's Market. We do the gardening at the depot. I didn't even realize that. I thought the city did it. No. Oh. If it's trimmed up and weeded, we do. Yes. (laughs) If it looks great, it was the Master Gardeners. (laughs) We also, several years ago, started doing the uh, uh, flower pots in front of the uh, county court. So we started the program, and now they are continuing it without us. But uh, anyway, they came to us to find out what would grow and, you know, which side of the building, because depending on the light and that sort of thing, different plants grow in different areas. So We had all four directions over there. So it it, it had to take some thought. And we also found self-watering pots. Oh, yeah. so is that um, new technology? Pretty much. Pretty much. And I have one at my house, and it's wonderful. You just fill it up and let it go. So... And you don't have to water every day. So. Oh, fabulous. Mm-hmm. I'm Caroline Moore, and today I'm talking master gardening with Miss Norma Moore and Miss Vicki Draper. So y'all do so much work with the Master Gardener Organization. What kind of work do you do at your own homes? 
do you have your own personal gardens? Do you love landscaping or do you just prefer to work with the organization? Well, I think if you're a truly a master gardener, every spring you get very anxious about what you're going to plant in your pots. And I know I try to change what I do each year in, you know, different areas and see what does the best in that area. And just really excited about starting to get in the soil and, you know, planting things. And, of course, now this time of year, August, it's so hot, or almost August, you know, we have to water, water, water. I mean, this is probably the harshest time for plants. It is to try to keep things alive. Mm -hmm. Also, I have a vegetable garden. Yes. I mean, you have gone all out. Norma is my neighbor, so I get to see her garden evolve. um, And and her blueberries. Oh, my gosh. Yes, we have blueberries. And for the first time this year, we had cherries, too, which uh, I made some cherry jam. And uh, excited about that. So... Yeah, so I'm try. I try a little of everything. Now what, it doesn't always work. Yeah, but. I was about to say, isn't it kind of devastating? It's when you have to mourn a plant because <laughs> I get emotional. I mean, mm-hmm. my house plants. I have a few, and I've lost a few, and it's very upsetting to me. It's, it's like a I have to mourn them. It and- is hard. <laughs> the hardest part for me, I think, is uh, fertilization. I just haven't gotten that quite down because. Uh, your plants need to have an extra boost every now and then, and knowing when to do that is 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 hard for me to determine. Do you stick to flowers, or Miss Vicky? Do you also grow vegetables? And I don't grow any vegetables anymore because my friend Norma does. <laughs> she so you can just take hers. So you can do the work. I don't Matter have fact, She got tomatoes, cucumbers, and squash mm-hmm. today. Oh wow. <laughs> I don't really have enough sun to have a vegetable garden. I tried for years to grow them in pots and limited success. Lots of nice leaves, but not many. That's another thing. It's real important to know your area because uh, when we first moved our house 30 years ago, we built in the middle of a field and I had no shade whatsoever. So I had to learn what would thrive in this, you know, hot sun and now I do have some shade, so I can, you know, grow some shade plants. But um, anyway, know your area. I was about to say, we have so much deer and mm-hmm. some other rodents um, yes. <laughs> out, out where we live. What do you do to keep them from eating your plants and vegetables? They're hungry. Those deer, they it's, will get it's, in. It's hard. <laughs> and even in the city, they still have oh, their... Uh, chipmunks and mm-hmm. squirrels and we've had rabbits deer. and it's it's you know it's a constant uh you know uh, concern concern <laughs> trying to figure out how to keep the the so, critters yeah out. all the critters so do you just put like a fence around them what do you do well, well my vegetable thing right right uh the vegetable garden i i have a fence around and then also, uh, we ordered some, uh, we had problems with voles, so we ordered uh, some solar-powered little spikes that you put in the ground, and it makes a, a weird little sound every so often. And it really has worked this year to keep the voles out of the garden. So it just I keeps was really them away. surprised. Wow. I love hearing about the technological <laughs> aspects and innovation in gardening. But if you talk to most gardeners, they're always fighting something. Yeah, nature. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to talk more master gardening right after the break.
Hello and welcome back to the chat. I'm Caroline Moore and today I'm chatting master gardening with Miss Vicki Draper and Miss Norma Moore. Thank you all so much for coming. So master gardeners are going to be at the Putnam County Fair, correct? Correct. Fabulous. Can you tell me a little bit about the exhibit? Well, this year we're going to do something more uh, different than what we've ever done before. First of all, we're moving. We're not going to be in the Master Gardener building. We're going to be in front of the Cultural Arts building right by the office. And because we're doing an outdoor exhibit of a snuffle garden. So what is a snuffle garden? I knew you were going to ask that. <laughs> it, that. Another word for snuffle garden could be sensory garden. Only a sen- this is a, a snuffle garden is a sensory garden that's geared to your pets. And I have started doing some of this work myself with my dog, and I have seen that it works. Dogs were born to sniff, and that's how they learn their olfactory system is a zillion times more than ours, and that's how they they communicate with each other. And my husband, we'd be walking the dog in the park, and, and Belle would start sniffing. He'd say, well, who's there, Belle? What'd they say? <laughs> and I thought that was funny, but actually it's true. <laughs> they They identify. Those things. And that's in the wild. Just think about any animal in the wild. They sniff all day long. Mm -hmm. And a dog needs to be sniffing and they need to be stimulated. And I have found that if you try to have either teach your dog tricks or give them something to do, they're not as destructive inside your home. Lots of times people say, well, they're getting me back or they're mad. No, they're bored and they need something to do. And a snuffle garden answers a lot of those problems. They are specially used in Europe in um, shelters because those dogs are sitting on a concrete slab oh, all day long with four heart. walls. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they notice in these places that as the dog is there, the longer he's there, the more distressed he becomes. And then nobody wants to adopt him. Right. So it's the, a cycle. They, yes. And so they've started taking them into a quiet, sensory prepared area for the dog, maybe some games, maybe things for him to climb on. Uh, things that they like to smell and that is perfectly safe for them to eat. You want to tell them what some of the plants are? Yes. What kind of plants go into a snuffle garden? Well, we're doing herbs and marigolds, marigolds and and wheatgrass. Yes. They love wheatgrass. So when they go in, is it kind of in a maze or is it all just kind of planted everywhere and it gives them just something to do? Well, and, we're, we're wanting them to be calm. Okay. You know, lots of times we spend time with our pets and we're walking really fast. Come on, let's get this over with. (laughs) Or we're throwing things and they're running and getting or playing fetch. But they need time to chill. And if you want to go out in the afternoon and have a glass of iced tea and take your dog with you, have a place maybe that he can dig a hole, that it's okay for him to dig a hole there. There will be some training involved. Mm -hmm. And have some things that they like to smell. Herbs are great because they are so aromatic and uh, marigolds are great too and it's okay if they eat mm-hmm. those things i was about to yeah. ask yeah are, are some of them poisonous yes. that we gotta avoid because i know cats are a little come to our prone. exhibit and we're gonna have things listed that are poisonous to cats and to dogs mm-hmm. things that are good that they like that's safe for them to eat because like my dog will eat anything we pull three rocks <laughs> Rocks. Out of her the other day, three rocks. Uh-huh. Yes, we want to encourage everyone to come out to the fair to see the exhibit. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be in front of the cultural arts. Okay, out uh, at the building. county fair. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that's a big change for us, like Vicki said, because we've been in the Master Gardener uh, barn 
where we did exhibits in the past, such as uh, um, Charlotte's Web, Into the Woods, um, Alice in Wonderland. So being outside and closer to the arena is going to be a big change for us. And also we're going to have uh, the um, an area where if you are interested in becoming a Master Gardener and taking classes, we will have uh, the information there for you, and you can pick it up there mm-hmm. and um, know what to do when it comes February when the classes start. Mm-hmm. And this year, for the first time, we've been wanting to get this started uh, for years, and we're going to offer every night, either at 5.30 or 6 o'clock, a little demonstration or talk. One of them is Tennessee Smart Yards, one is Snuffle Garden, Seed Blocking. Winter uh, Sewing. Winter Sewing. And Milk Jugs, which is fascinating. I did that this year for the first time, and you started in, like, February. You put your seeds into a milk jug, and it acts like a mini greenhouse and you just put it outside and come spring you have plants to plant in your yard wow i know do you close it and everything it's like you, a little terrarium yes yeah, it's, it's like a terrarium <laughs> except and you leave it outside you leave it outside okay. and you don't do anything to it and it's uh it's really works so i'm excited about mm-hmm. that and some other we're having you did say the seed Seed oh, oh, and a little seed, seed library. library. This is exciting. Tell too. me about this. Well, I'm excited to learn about that as well. It started out; it's nationwide, and it's kind. Of, you've seen the little book libraries. Take a book, lend, leave a book, take yes. a book. It's the same thing. Only they're trying to get people to use uh, heirloom seeds so that we can keep them and register them. So that if you have a, a tomato that's special or green beans around here, I know people. You know, keep their beans close. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky if you can get someone's beans, bean seeds. And people share, and you, we're going to set it up, and possibly it will be at the extension office outside, so you don't have to go in the building. You can just go and say, oh, here's some good-looking bean seeds. I'm taking these, and maybe I've got pepper seeds, and I leave them there. And where is the extension office located? On Walnut. Walnut, uh-huh. Front oh. of the fair. On Walnut, right by right the fair. fair. Mm-hmm. Right in front of the fair. Uh, but the fair is moving, right? So this is the last year, maybe? Mm-hmm. Maybe. <laughs> Where's the fair There's moving to? still uncertainty about okay. that. Tennessee Avenue. Okay. So, but for now, the fair is still located in its classic location Fashion. over by Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this may be your last time to come. Yep. Yes. Listen, you got, listen, Carfe Diem with the Putnam County Fairgrounds. <laughs> <laughs> and real quick, before y'all go, can you tell us a little bit about what kind of plants are going to be in the plant sale that you're going to start in the, in the winter? Yes, we do squash, cucumbers, a lot of peppers, the bell peppers, your um, jalapeno peppers. Um, we do annuals, annuals, and we do have some perennials. And you're mm-hmm. really lucky if you get the perennials because they came out of some master gardener's yard. Ooh, so exactly. you know they're going to be happy in Putnam County. That's great. That's so exactly right. I know it's summer, but y'all, it'll be fall before you know it. Before so we go know ahead. it, and we'll be starting on planning for next year's plant sale. That's true. Right. So if you want to get into gardening, go ahead and plant that seed now in your mind (laughs) and contact the local master gardener um, organization. They will be at the Putnam County Fair if you want information. And where can they find you guys online? Uh, Putnam County Master Gardeners. Putnam County Master Gardeners. On Facebook and on the web.
Fabulous. Well, thank you so much to Vicki Draper and Norma Moore for taking the time to talk about master gardening with us. I'll see y'all next week. Mm -hmm.